Hello and welcome back to another episode of Mana Tapped. My name is Chris. And I'm Kurt. We are going to be going over the... I guess you could argue that it's our super spoilers episode for yeah. One Piece. Yeah. Especially uh, with the most recent chapter. Yeah. Well, this is not... We're going to be behind a chapter. Oh Anyways. yeah, I guess 1044 yeah. is the chapter we're going to be discussing. As well as, I mean, I guess some of the stuff we didn't talk about in the last episode. So, yeah, stuff with the most recent chapters. But... This will probably be mostly focused on 1044. Yeah. Might be a shorter episode, but we'll see. All right. So, what were your initial thoughts? <laughs> My initial thoughts... You know, the whole entire time that they are talking about, like, the there's a devil fruit that was evading us. Like, of course, everybody thought, like, oh yeah, it could be Luffy. I, I was kind of hoping that it wasn't going to be him. But... Now that, like, it's come out that it is him, it all makes sense. I fucking me. love it. I'm not gonna lie. I actually, I love this. Because it is so... It's the perfect Luffy final form. Yeah. I, I also, I love that it is... The, the power specifically is the most ridiculous power on the seas. It's not the most overwhelming. It's not the greatest. It's not... It is the most ridiculous power. Yeah. And if that doesn't fit Luffy... Because what it makes me think of is Gear 4. When Gear 4 got re revealed in that chapter, I remember thinking, what the fuck am I looking at at first? Because it's kind of goofy looking. Yeah. Especially, like On first viewing, you see Gear 4 and you're just like, this is goofy as hell. And you're kind of like... Because you're in that super hype mindset of like, oh yeah, this is going to be the coolest shit ever. And then you see it and it's... He's a bouncy ball. Yeah. And you're just like, this is so fucking stupid. But then he attacks Doflamingo and sends him fucking 10 miles away. And you're like, okay, I take it back. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And it grows on you. But Gear Fourth is such a, per is a, a perfect encapsulation of what Luffy's power-ups are. Yeah. I mean, Gear 2 and Gear 3, or Gear 2nd and Gear 3rd, if we're going to be very specific or very proper with our terminology, are... Less ridiculous. They're, I don't want to say more grounded, but it is One Piece, so that's just, they're a little more grounded, I guess you could say. Yeah. Gear 4 is just, or Gear 4th is just fucking ridiculous. And then Gear, Gear 5th is just... Is him being Joy Boy. His, yeah, he's Joy Boy. It's, it's, and I've heard a lot of people say, and I, I think I, I fall into the agreement, that Luffy doesn't know what his fruit is. He does not yeah. know that it is the... The Nika fruit. Yeah. So he is, he's got this welling of power. He doesn't know what to call it, so he calls it Gear Fifth. Yeah. And so I, I've seen some people who are like, oh, wow, he's just totally warping reality around him. But I'm pretty sure it's just that he's got fucking rubber hose animation, which is like the old school Looney Tunes or Popeye animation style but it's more of his awakening lets him rubberize his surroundings yeah and so it's not like he's overpowered it's not the most overwhelming it's just the most ridiculous he gets to fight freely yes yeah. if that's not super fitting of luffy but yeah like all of his his goofiness it's just <laughs> it's so perfectly luffy and it's so oda that he would want just an absolutely ridiculous power for luffy not necessarily a super hype omega powerful form yeah well yeah so i was like i was kind of i was kind of like man it is 
Luffy's double fruit. That's what's gonna happen. And he's Nika. So, like, all the theorists were right. It, it was gonna be Luffy, and he was gonna get Nika's fruit. But... Although nobody, as far as I've been able to see, nobody actually guessed exactly what it would do. There's a lot of different theories. On no, it. yeah, because like, everybody thought that it was going to be... A lot of people thought it was going to be Son Goku, or it was going to be, like, the the resin fruit was another yeah. idea, and then there was, like, uh, was it Hanuman, I think, was the other idea that I've heard thrown around. The I actually don't sun th- gods? Uh, so Hanuman is, like, a different god from... Indonesia. Yeah, it's, like, Indonesia or... Yeah, I India can't or something like that. Or yeah. India, or it, it's 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 an Eastern god. I can't remember what culture he is from, but sort of similar to Son Goku in some ways, from what I remember. But yeah, nobody really thought that they were that Oda would give Luffy a fruit of a god within the One Piece universe. That, I I did see like there are a couple of YouTubers that did call that did call it like. Rago D Ace. Uh, he's because he, his was Hanuman. No, well he he was like in one. Video, I mean, there's there's been a lot of theorizing yeah. about Luffy's fruit. So in but... one video, he was like, it could be Nika because Oda said that this is his favorite picture and it's him dancing on Sky Island, yeah, or Skypea, yeah. So he was like, it, I mean, it could be Nika, which would make sense, or else it could be Sun God. Since we're going with all like Gear Four is all. Sun God theme. Yeah. So. Which, I mean, it it all, people have even theorized now that because Luffy is a mythical zone, not actually a Paramecia, mm -hmm. that the different gears are like his different forms as a zone. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Like Gear 4th almost is a hybrid. Yeah. Between, because we've seen what Gear 5th looks like. It's kind of the the, the Nika form. But if you look at Gear 4th, it looks like a scuffed version of gear fifth i yeah. guess you could say yeah but yeah i and then and then there was also um what's the name of that channel grand line review mm-hmm. uh i haven't watched any of his more recent stuff so. yeah uh i kind of hate watching his videos because they'll pop up and he leaves spoilers in the videos the day that like the uh, the rips come out mm-hmm. so but i still watch him uh but he did call, like I I fell into the same boat as him. He he didn't want Luffy to have the that fruit, or he didn't want the Gorosei to be talking about his fruit, uh-huh. just because it's gonna fall into that same vein as how Nardo is falling into destiny. I disagree because I actually I was watching Brago. He he's brought it up a number of times. The idea of fate versus destiny. So those are they're two very different concepts, actually. Destiny means that that is what is going to happen. Fate is what leads there. Yeah. So it may be well, it may be Luffy's destiny to become the Pirate King, but fate requires that he act in order to reach that destiny. Yeah. So there's been a lot of places where Luffy could have failed, and that's actually what a lot of the villains are in the series. Kaido is a failed joy boy. Yeah. So it was not his destiny, even as he fought the like his fate seemed that he was along that line. Roger achieved everything that was necessary to be Joy Boy, you could say, but he was too early, so he was not Joy Boy. And so it's just, I, I think one of the other things that 
people kind of forget because it's the the chosen one trope is what yeah I, a lot of people are mad about but let's think about it with regards to luffy he is the son of dragon he is the grandson of garp his brother is the actual son of the pirate king his other brother is basically dragon's adopted son yeah he was trained by the right hand of the pirate king he has a former warlord on his crew he has the future of greatest swordsman on his crew he has probably the best navigator in the world he probably has the future best doctor in the world on his crew luffy is a chosen one he has yeah. been he always has been a lot of people are getting upset because they feel like he's lost the underdog factor but let's be honest luffy he had the underdog factor throughout all of it because Throughout all of it, he didn't know what his fruit was. He hadn't awakened it. Yeah. So it doesn't cheapen any of the, the the stuff he's achieved because he didn't know. The power wasn't activated. It's like, yeah, I guess the, the Brago even, because I was watching a video where he was kind of going through a lot of this. He's like, it's like having a nuclear option that you don't know about and you have no access to. You don't have the keys. Sure, it exists, but you can't use it. Yeah. So, sure, Luffy's a little more special than we thought he was, but he was already really special. I mean, even Mihawk during the war commented on that Luffy's greatest strength is the ability to turn people to his side. It's not even that he's the most powerful being. Yeah. So, I... It's not like he... And it also doesn't seem like he's being possessed by Joy Boy. Yeah. We'll have to see further on, but as far as we can tell, it's just Luffy. And it's just Luffy doing wacky shit with his devil fruit that he now realizes he can do because of gear fifth. Mm -hmm. So we've evaded the reincarnation trope yeah. so far. Yeah. And I think that one was more of what everybody was worried about. Like, I know that the chosen one is a, is a, a contentious topic for some people, but I was more worried about the idea of Luffy losing his free will as this other being sort of takes control because that is antithetical to the premise of one piece the yeah. idea of luffy being the freest person on the sea but losing control of his body to another being was wrong so it seems more like his heartbeat having awakened the the gomu gomu no mi or the hito hito no mi model nika <laughs> is human type model nika is uh that that heartbeat when he's awakened the fruit is what marks him as joy boy to Zenisha. Yeah. So it's not even like, Oh, the, the spirit has taken control. Although it does seem like Luffy's laughing a lot more as the Nika has God has sort of affected him. Well, but it doesn't seem like Luffy is any less Luffy. Yeah. See, well, I don't, I don't think it's Nika's really affecting him. I think he's just like, Whoa, I could do things a lot more yeah. than I could never. Like he has I'm, free control yeah. over his body now. Yeah, so like, he's he's just having fun. Yeah, and like <laughs> the giant fist coming down and grabbing Kaido. Yeah, and like I I don't know. I fucking love the Looney Tunes level of ridiculousness. Yeah, at first thought, uh, I mean, that was very like it's kind of jarring. It is. It is. I was kind of expecting it. I don't know. As soon as that they talked about him being kind of ridiculous, seeing the giant hand come down, and then seeing him fucking swinging. I, maybe it's just Oda has been preparing us for it with the dinosaurs being totally fucking bonkers. So this doesn't seem like such a stretch. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I Well, yeah, I don't know, because there, there needed to be a part, like, it was coming up on the part where 
there had to be some goofy shit going on. For sure, the tone has been taking yeah. a very sh- d- sharp decline recently, so yeah. obviously Oda had to turn it around, and I I can see the complaints arising, but it's also too soon, I think, to really... Yeah, my, people, like, well, uh, my, my biggest complaint was if the Gorosei knew that Luffy had the most dangerous fruit in the world... Why the fuck didn't they go stomp him out as soon as they could? So I actually, there's a few arguments I've heard of what's going, why it didn't happen. Uh huh. So for one, Shanks stole the fruit first. Yeah. So there's the possibility that with Shanks being the big balance keeper, he may have basically said, "I've got the kibosh on it. It's not. It's not going anywhere." And then Luffy appears with it. So we have no idea exactly when the world government found out what Luffy's devil fruit was. So East Blue is when he got his first bounty, but that was from fucking Nezumi sending a report. Yeah. We have no guarantee of what he told in his report about Luffy to get his bounty, other than just that he's the most dangerous pirate in the East Blue. Didn't they call him in as the rubber man? because no, he's Straw Hat Luffy. Oh. Yeah, that's all that... That's, that's why he is known throughout the world as Straw Hat Luffy. That's what's on his bounty poster. So, there's that. And then the next point would be Alabasta, where he did take down Crocodile. But they sent people to take care of him. One of the other things, too, because people are like, why didn't they just send all three admirals after him? But, one, if all three admirals are doing something who's protecting certain things, also, aren't certain interested parties going to be wondering, why are they going so hard after this rookie? We've seen that there are people who have their fingers on the pulse of everything. Yeah. And the Yonko, I mean, Big Mom, her information network is incredible. Wouldn't Big Mom suddenly be like, huh, why are they going after this rookie? And then find out, oh, it's the Gamu Gamu no Mi. Oh, well, then suddenly you have a Yonko going after the Gamu Gamu no Mi. We've seen with Marineford, one Yonko can put a pretty good fight against the world government. Yeah. Also, and maybe it's just me, but the world government has always struck me as being a really lumbering beast. Where the head and the feet and the hands don't communicate very well. Yeah. So, like, the Gorosei know about this fruit. But we don't know who else knows about the fruit. It doesn't seem like many, because even... So I actually pulled up this particular image, which is from chapter 1037, where they talk about that the fruit is a legend even to them. And it has not awakened in 800 years. Yeah. So, my question to you is, do you take an 800-year-old legend that hasn't awakened as seriously as you do in the one that I can think of, especially pre-time skip, Ace seemed to be a much bigger point for them that they were after. They made a you know the big deal about his execution and everything. And it makes sense to me, because Roger's legacy is 20 years old. Yeah. He is the much more current threat. Also, all things considered, who would you think would be the future Joy Boy? The Pirate King's son, or Monkey D. Luffy, who's just kind of a rookie, who's has made has shown no inclination to awakening the fruit. So, I can just see, there's a, there's a lot of seeds of misinformation between different parts of the government, a lot of seeds of just, you know, the head has some knowledge that the feet and the hands have no idea about. And then 
you combine all of that with the time frame. Because Luffy has not been active as a pirate for very long. Like, between up to the start from Romance Dawn to the time skip to, like, to the, the more of the best, I think it's six months at most. I'd have to look into it. I can't remember the exact time frame. And then two years, Luffy vanishes yeah. with Rayleigh. He's in Ruskina, which is totally off the fucking map. And then he pops back up and immediately goes into, you know, on Sabaudi, where, yeah, you could argue they had all the pacifistas. And prior, you know, knowledge has shown the pacifistas fucking slaughtered them nearly. It destroyed the Straw Hats. It wasn't for Kuma betraying them. They had Kizaru and everything, but yeah, it was the pacifistas that really wore them down. So Kuma betrayed them, which they took care of that. But then after that, they go to Fishman Island, where the world government does not have very much sway, for obvious reason. Where did they come out into the New World, which is owned almost exclusively by the emperors, or the Yonko? Like, you, you really think about it, the world government doesn't have, or the, the navy does not have a huge amount of strength in the New World. Yeah. So, and then from then, Luffy has been moving. He's gone to a lot of very... So he went to punk. He came out in Punk Hazard. They came up in an unexpected place, and went to Punk Hazard, where they meet Smoker, who has some history with Luffy already, and let him go. Yeah, really. So there was that. The next place they go is Dressrosa, where you have an admiral, but he's an admiral who is not the most devoted to the world government's goals. Yeah. So, but you can even, but you can say they had an admiral on the ground. What more force could you put towards capturing this rookie? Unless you sent two more admirals or whatever. But after that, they go to Zoe. Zoe is notoriously hard to find. Unless you have a means of getting there. Then they go to Whole Cake, which is Bianco territory. So the world government definitely is not in... You have CP0, you could argue, but still. like Once again, they've got eyes on him. He's not seemingly anywhere near awakening the fruit. Then he goes to, to Wano, which is also closed, and Yonko territory. So there's really never been, especially post-time skip, there's really never been a good place for the world government to attack Luffy with all of their forces. Because he's constantly moving and constantly going to places that are not theirs. Yeah. And then you add in, we don't necessarily know if the Gorosei... Something changed between 1037 and 1000... Was it? I can't remember. 1043 or 1042 where Luffy got fucking smushed by It was like 42. Yeah. So immediately then the Gorosei give the order of no go like blue scarf. That's what the community is taking to calling the CP0 guy. Go and kill Luffy or go and assassinate Monkey D Luffy right now. Yeah. So somewhere in that time frame they got an update on something. So there's some some theorizing I have heard that maybe Emu gave them new information. Because as they say, this is a, this fruit is a legend even to us. It means even they don't necessarily know all of the information about the fruit. Yeah. So something changed, and that's when they were like, oh, fuck, kill him. He needs to die. So they must have gotten some information that, yeah, it's close. If he di- It even could have been if he dies to Kaido, there's the possibility of an awakening. Which they self-fulfilled that prophecy. But, I mean, I... I don't necessarily think of the world government as being the most competent. Now, yeah, that's... They, they tend to have a response of overwhelming force. And it works and it doesn't work. Because they foment as much chaos with their overwhelming force as they do 
keep things in order. Yeah. So I like that. That was my biggest peeve. Was, like, I, uh, I, can, I can understand that peeve, but at the same time, I can kind of look at these different factors. And it's not even just w- any one factor, it's just a lot of little things. And that's kind of the gears of bureaucracy, right? That shit goes wrong in a, in a bureaucratic system, yeah. not because one person totally screwed the pooch, but because a bunch of people dropped the ball at little points. Yeah. And if you have, you know, the, 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 the head that is being the Gorosei or Emu, where they tend to keep everybody, treat everybody like mushrooms, keep them in the dark and feed them bullshit, you're not going to have the most efficient means of, oh, that's a threat. You're not going to have that recognized by everybody. So the underdog Luffy is just going to kind of sneak by. And even when you think about pre-time skip, I mean, after Alabasta, they literally go to Sky Island. So (laughs) there's that. And then you could say one of the best chances they had was Water 7 when seemingly Rob Lucci just fucking annihilated Luffy. Yeah. But if Lucci had no orders, because everything is being kept on this very, very strict need-to-know basis, and it seems like even CP0 is being kept in the dark about the Gomu Gomu no Mi, then they had no way of knowing just how big of a threat Luffy was. Yeah. So I just, I look at all of these little points where, yeah, they're intense desire for secrecy of annihilating the knowledge has actually backfired on them. Yeah, that's a... But then I guess you can look at the flip side of if everybody in the Navy knew, be on the lookout for the Gomu Gomu no Mi, then everybody who's not in the Navy would know what's or would be wondering what's so special about this fruit. Yeah. So it's it's a situation where I can just sit, look at it and be like, yeah, it's uh, they were kind of in a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation yeah i don't so, i i just don't i just don't fucking like that but I, to me to me it's just weak uh, i don't know i as somebody who can just look at all those little details and be like no i can see how it adds up i'm not saying it's the best don't get me wrong it's definitely it, it reeks of uh questionable but it also just doesn't i i have enough that i can look back at everything and say no and then I guess one of the other big things, too, I can see some Shanks interference, potentially. Well, yeah. So, considering that Shanks seems to have some pull with the Gorosei, that I, I, there's a lot of people who think that Shanks told them that Luffy had the Gomu Gomu no Mi, actually, during the reverie when he came to them and said, there's a certain pirate I want to talk about. There's people who are thinking that Shanks told them about Luffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's some people who think it's for nefarious means, and there's other people who think that Shanks, and this is one that I could actually see being potentially true, that Shanks is basically trying to set the stage for Luffy to truly be Joy Boy. That that's what Roger entrusted to him. Those the words that he told him on the day that they, they split. That that is what Shanks's goal is, is to see the return of Joy Boy. Yeah. And there's actually theorizing that Shanks was looking for Ace with the Gomu Gomu no Mi when he was in Windmill Village. And then it just so happened that Luffy <laughs> ate the fruit yeah. and said the same words as Roger. And so Shanks was like, oh, I guess this is the kid then who's inherited Roger's will. And it does make me wonder then, because they talked about how the, the zone fruits have their own will, mm-hmm. if the fruit chose Luffy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure it 
I had to. But before we go on to that, mm-hmm. what changed my mind? Like, I was fucking like, whatever. They fucking retconned everything. Uh-huh. Oda, Oda's just doing what the fuck ever. Uh-huh. This kind of seems lazy. If they really wanted to go after Luffy, they or if they knew that that fruit was such a fucking big deal, then they would have just full forced it. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't they whenever they did a buster call on Ohara? Ohara. I I tend to think of it as, like, Ohara was an example. Yeah, but... So, because they could paint Ohara as these demons were researching what is illegal. Yeah. But so, they could, to, they could like, paint that and make it the example to all the scholars around the world. Don't fucking look into the, the Void Century. Yeah, whereas, but, but still... Whereas, if it's the, the, the fruit that is a legend even to them... Yeah, but still... If Shanks goes out of the way to go steal a fucking devil fruit from the world government, Mm -hmm. and then some kid shows up later on with it, Uh and then they're like, oh, he's the rubber man. We know him. He's Luffy, the rubber man. Mm -hmm. He's straw hat Luffy. Yeah. You know he's the fucking rubber man. Why don't you send someone after him? So I have heard the theory or the idea and the question arise. What if there is an actual Gomu Gomu no? Besides, because we've seen similar fruits before. We've seen the, was the Kilo Kilo no Mi and the Ton Ton fruits, where you had uh, Miss Valentine's, I think, and then uh, Mock Vice. So Miss Valentine was for Baroque Works and Crocodile, and then she could make herself lighter or heavier, and then Mock Vice was for Doflamingo, who also could make himself heavier or lighter. It was just a matter of scale. She could only do by kilograms, he could do by tons. Same same general fruit, but different power levels. Yeah. Um, I think there's also, like, Mr. Nine. I th- it might have been Mr. Nine. I can't remember. It's the dude who had, the he had, like, the bomb-bomb fruit, and every part of him was explosive. He had the yeah. exploding boogers. And then you had Gladius, who had the, like, the burst-burst fruit. Same general concept, slightly different execution, but, yeah. but we have seen similar fruits before. So it does, uh, you know, with different magnitudes. Previously, we had the Gomogonomi and the Mochi Mochi no Mi. Yeah. But now we know that's not entirely true, but it still could be. And that's actually a joke that I would love to see come back. That they run into somebody else who has the Gomogomi no Mi. And it would actually make me laugh really hard if they had been hunted like crazy by the government for years. Yeah, that, actually, that, that, that's something <laughs> that, that would be okay. Because uh, if it's like a Duval type reveal, they actually I could see Oda doing it too. Yeah, they, I mean if uh, if they do something like that, especially sure. like if it's a giant, because if they go to Elbaf next, yeah, and it's a giant who has the Gomu Gomu no Mi, the actual Gomu Gomu no Mi, and he's been hunted for years by the world government because they thought he had Luffy's. Oh my god, I would I would crack up so hard if Oda does that. He's just he wins. yeah. It, it, uh, it seems like something that Oda would do. Yeah. But, like, why... I, the, whole, I just, the whole entire time, like, he, as I was reading it, I was like, motherfucker. I want to give him more time. That's all yeah. I to say. Yeah, he needs more time, but it was, like, just a big drop, and it was such a, like, everybody was anticipating this big-ass moment, and then whenever we get there, it's this, and then I, whenever I got to it, I was like, motherfucker, like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they just stomp it out? Because... They knew that Shanks went here, so... Yeah, 
I they the, knew that Luffy's from the the only other thing that I can think of beyond that. Then this one's maybe a little even weaker than the other argument of just the 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 gears of bureaucracy being so fucking wrong or off or just fucked is the idea that the fruit is still evading them. But I I don't like that argument because it just that that reeks way too much of the author's hand. Where yeah. the idea of yeah, it's just a really lumbering beast to try to maneuver yeah. everything to go after him, and he's constantly moving. Like Lu- like uh, the, yeah, the, the whole entire thing of Luffy getting the Nika fruit was just seemed like it just showed that's really convenient, huh? And I was like, I I I, I got really pissed off, so I, I was like, man, I actually, what the fuck ever. I actually really so, liked part of it because. It explains some of Luffy's durability very well. Yeah, I mean, because it, he's a zone. It does. We've seen in this arc alone just how fucking durable zone types are. Yeah, especially mythical and the ancient well, zones are very fucking durable. And in Marine, uh, in the War of the Best, um, whenever Son Goku. Yeah, although Son Goku really didn't get hit. No, he didn't. He didn't but whenever he. But, Went big mode. Uh, that Luffy blocked him. Well, with the gear third, come uh, on, Yeah, blue, but, but everybody got fucking scared. Yeah, for sure. I, I guess I'm just thinking though, like with the fight against Luchi, where Luffy literally, I, you know, he's going off of fucking. Well, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not even thinking anything about Luffy. No, I'm uh, talking about okay. how everybody got scared whenever Son Goku went big. Mm-hmm. It's because they're all. They weren't scared of. Just him specifically, they're scared of his devil fruit. Sure, and they're they're scared of Marco. Well, they were just of, fascinated by Marco. It seems yeah, like. because he had another mythical. Yeah, because it's, it's it's rarer than Logia. Yeah, but but nevertheless, like just the idea of the, how durable zones tend yeah. to be, it then makes you like, okay, yeah, some of Luffy's just insane durability is. At least we, which I mean, we'd already kind of agreed anyway in the community. It seemed like that Luffy's fruit made him a tank anyway. The rubber yeah. was just because I mean, that's they when they describe the fruit, it literally is just it turns your body to rubber anyway, and it does seem like it's kind of a special zone that it has. Typically, zones you have to actually transform to use the power, right? Yeah. Whereas Luffy's is just passive, like a Paramecia. Yeah. So it's probably like a special fucking mythical zone. In the similar vein to Katakuri's special Paramethia. That yeah. It has the, the some of the aspects of a Logia. And that's fine. I don't I I don't care that much because it doesn't it doesn't feel unnatural for Luffy to have this fruit. The way that Luffy arrived at this point, this this awakening doesn't feel wrong to me. It it, it still feels a little wrong to me. Well, it's it's one of those things to me where any of the other theories I've seen where Luffy is this badass thing just don't, like, uh, on getting this, none of them feel right for Luffy's awakening. That's no. what I mean. Like, yeah. the, just the actual power itself. Yeah, I mean, the it, the, the, speci- like, the specifics of it, I want to give Oda more time yeah. to to actually give us details. Well, yeah, he, he, he does Because he to... rarely ever drops the ball on that. Yeah. He's usually pretty good at, at giving us and at least enough where we can be like, okay, I'm satisfied by that. Yeah. So I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I have seen bo- both both arguments, and and I understand where you're coming from. I just, I don't know. 
It's also, it's One Piece. It's goofy. It's You got your fanboy shades on. That's what's going on. Maybe? <laughs> but... Because you're, you're going through, I kind of feel like you're kind of going through the same thing that I did whenever I was like, oh, new Blee Spawn one shot. And I write them like, that's tight. That makes sense. And then I go back and I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. What the hell? No, but, no, not as not not as such. But I mean, I do I do see that. Just because I can look at the world the way the world government works and has yeah, worked, but I I, I do see, see on how Luffy and then just is, the progression of things with Luffy, it makes sense to me. Well, um, I, I, I forgot what that I was and, say. that and Oda has just been dropping the hints that yeah, rubber doesn't work that way. Yeah. And we all had our questions of how is how is Luffy doing the the Red Hawk or the Red Rock? Like how's the how's the fire? I don't know. How's Sanji doing? Well, that's actually being you know kind of hinted at that that he might actually have been infused with Lunarian DNA. Yeah. So, and I'm, well, because Oda has dropped hints about that with Queen during that fight where he's like, "But are you a Lunarian? Normal humans can't create fire." So that was a big like. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe Judge did infuse one of the the was it quadruplets? Yeah, quadruplets with Lunarian DNA. Yeah, and maybe that was why he was so annoyed that Sanji was a failure. Yeah, I, I have a feeling we'll get some explanations. I yeah, so, I, I I feel like pretty soon we're gonna get some explanations. So yeah, it's just it's one of those things where like I'm I can see the arguments. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not like so that's why I say I'm not in full. Like, it's not fanboy shades. I can see the arguments. I don't necessarily agree with all of them. I can see the weakness of it, but I'm also just giving Oda the benefit of the doubt currently. As well as, like, I can look at some of the way the world government has worked and be like, okay, there's at least enough in their past sort of incompetencies in some regards for me to see the the, the grains of how they could this could have slipped through their fingers. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is the best plot point ever. I won't stand by that at all. I can see how, yeah, it reeks of retcon. Yeah. So, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I can see the issues. I just, I can see that there were little grains here and there, too, a foreshadowing for it, too. Yeah, there's... So, it's it's a thing where it doesn't feel totally out of left field to me, but it also does seem like it's going to need more. Yeah, it is going to need so, more. So, that's, that's where I'm at. I am just of the mindset that I don't want to be too negative about it because Oda has never let me down on that. Yeah. So before I leap to any conclusions, I'm going to let the man in the next year explain things since obviously the release schedule is what it is. Yeah. But I just I find that that happens a lot in the community and it's not really I'm not trying to attack the community or anything, but just people tend to get one chapter and then immediately from that, because sometimes it's two weeks, three weeks before you get the next chapter, you get people who. They suddenly, this is the end. This is the end-all, be-all. We need to extrapolate everything from this one chapter without context of yeah. what's going to come. And so I don't want to do that. It's generally why I don't theorize too much either, because I just find that trying to extrapolate the entire rest of the story or everything wrong with the story from this one chapter and this reveal is oftentimes a moot point because then you get further context three chapters from now that then makes you look at that and go, oh yeah, that wasn't actually as big of a deal as we thought it was. But we had two, you know, we had a month to think about, oh, that's the biggest deal. In the, the, it's, a, it's the deal breaker. It, it, it's like the time travel 
You remember when the time travel, the time time came up with mm. with uh, Toki? I think was her name. Yeah, Lady Toki, uh, Odin's wife. She had the time time fruit, and everybody in the community, as soon as it was revealed, she no, had because I didn't, I I wasn't reading. Ah, at okay. That point. So everybody in the community, when the time time fruit became revealed, they went crazy. Everybody was like, "Oh, great! Time travel's been introduced. It's gonna be fucking terrible. It's gonna be." All of the bullshit, all of the worst time travel tropes are going to happen. And what happened? Oda said, yeah, you can only go forward in time. He immediately cut that entire potential problem of time travel shenanigans off by being like, yeah, you can't go back in time with the time time fruit. You can only go forward. Yeah. So you can't change history by going forward in time. Immediately, because I had my own doubts too. As soon as it was revealed, I was like, fuck. Generally, you introduce time travel into a story for me. You've lost me. Yeah. Especially if it's not a time travel story from the get-go. That's generally, it's just, you you have lost me. So I was like, oh, fuck. But then right after that, the next chapter, the third, you know, so many chapters ahead, it was like, yeah, she can only go forward in time. Or she can only send people forward in time. And I was like, okay, cool. That all of my issues potentially are gone. Yeah. Because you can't fuck with history then. Cool. I'm on board. It's fine then. So it's one of those things where, like I say, I need to, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because Oda still, I mean, I'm not going to say, and this is one of the best stories in my opinion that's just ever been written, but it is not, he's not trying to be fucking Dostoevsky. You know what I mean? Like it's not a dry story that is this like very meticulous this has to be perfectly logically consistent and you know it's not fucking dickens or uh, uh like pride and prejudice where it's all it's very grounded and mr darcy and just fucking shit like that where it's you know it's all very much in reality it's like one piece is kind of fucking fast and loose with some shit can you agree with me that one piece is kind of fast and loose with some shit i feel like that's just making excuses is it <laughs> yeah that is but is it it is I mean that that is on how One Piece is. That's how they set everything up. But for the most part, Oda has been consistent with everything. Yes. So he has set up the whole entire Nika thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm, mean, I'm not saying he's not a meticulous storyteller. I'm not saying that he's super inconsistent or anything like that. My whole point is just that there's times where I mean, dude, Luffy grows a fucking tooth back by drinking milk. Yeah. Like that's not a that's not grounded in reality at all that's that was my whole point there was just that sometimes one piece does fucking goofy yeah, ass shit it, it's just one piece thing yeah so i am prepared for oda to just have a goofy explanation for some shit uh, yeah no i was so, i was i was fucking but i don't think that he's going to have a super goofy explanation for this no, unless was, it is that yeah, whole I thing was, of there's somebody else with the, the gummo gummo no me i could that yeah they're I, hunting i could possibly see that because, happening I was fucking. Oh my god, I would love that so much. Now that I'm, now that it has just come to my head that that could be a thing, and I'm just fucking cracking up at <laughs> this dude who just looks so fucking harried. As <laughs> he's like, "You motherfucker! They've been hunting me for years. They they never stop. <laughs> I ate this fruit on accident." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, like, it it just didn't make any sense to me. That's it's fair. It. I, I'm not trying to like, I, like I'm not trying to change your mind. Like I just I'm trying to give kind of an opposite view of I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. 
Well, so. like nothing, nothing made made any fucking sense getting mm-hmm. up to that point. Like, why the fuck wouldn't the world government do anything? Right. Like, why wouldn't they show force whenever they need to show? force? I mean, you could even say that. And they then have you could been. you could you could say that the that the Gorosei is just trying to work from the shadows, and whenever they get a chance, they're gonna fucking strike. Which but they I do. find I find <laughs> that fucking bullshit because why wouldn't they just call down a fucking buster call on Luffy and then just hold onto that fruit? Well, if they call a Buster call down on Luffy and he dies, the fruit goes somewhere else. Yeah. So they lose. Or the why fruit. don't why don't they? So they would have to try to capture Luffy. Yeah. And but, so, oh, trust me. It's yeah. Just, so it's so just, it's I, a very like, speculative yeah, thing. Though. So I was I was like rereading the chapter, like whatever. He's Nika. I don't give a shit until like I started going through the comments, and then mm-hmm. this one comment said like, yeah. I think it's kind of weak that Luffy did get the Nika fruit, but if you want to think about it this way, Robin is also very sought after by the world government. Yeah, that's that's another yeah, point and, of... And the whole entire time that she's been introduced, they've never been able to fully get their hands on her. Yeah. Closest was Impel Down. Or, uh, or not Impel Down, Water 7. Water 7 yeah. slash Annie's Lobby. Yeah. Where she turned herself in. Yeah. And, and even Aokiji even, said to her at the end, at, in post Annie's lobby, that if you had wanted to, you could have escaped CP9 on your own. Yeah. But she was saying it's different now. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So, there is one person saying that, I'm like, okay, yeah, the Marines kind of fucking suck a lot. They have all these strong members who, strong, quote unquote, because we have yet to see them do anything fucking significant. Like who? Huh? Like who? They have all, like, Green Bull? They're well, hyping him up. Well, Green Bull has definitely, but he's also post-time skip, so. Yeah. we have. He has no feats yet, but he also does yeah. have the feat of being an admiral. The only the only one Marine that I see doing shit at the moment is Kobe. Fair, I suppose? I mean, you could even argue uh, X-Drake. And uh, X-Drake, yeah. And you could even argue... Uh, but X-Drake works under Kobe. Or with him, yeah. Because uh, X Drake is also well now he's a former rear admiral, but uh, Kobe is also a rear admiral, so yeah. they would be of they would be peers at the very least. There's a lot of theorizing that Aokiji is still a member of Sword, yeah, which kind of makes sense because he's definitely always struck me as somebody who has some degree of a moral compass. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, other than that, you don't really see. Well, the Marine, any of the Marines... The Marines haven't been a huge focus, per se, because we're in the New World, which is not entirely their territory. Yeah. We've been... Plus, we're in the... We're, the saga we're in is the versus the Four Emperors saga. Yeah. So, they're not exactly... They're, they're in the background at the moment. But it seems like there's a lot of shit brewing. Yeah, there there is a lot of shit brewing. So... So, I mean, we don't... So, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I mean, we, we don't see anything going on with the Marines at the moment. I mean, arguably, we have seen Fujitora doing stuff. Yeah. During Dressrosa. Yeah. But he also then decided to take the bet on Luffy because it was Which is, going to make the world government look bad so he could go after the, the warlords. Because that was his goal there. He wanted to expose Doflamingo's fucked up treachery to the world. Yeah. So then the, the warlord system would be abolished. Yeah. So he was making a bet on Luffy, which is... It is funny that an admiral is making a bet on a pirate, but... He recognized, I guess you could say, the color of Luffy's soul, if you want to get sort of metaphorical about it, or, or flowery, that 
since he's using hockey to see everything, see in air quotes, that he could recognize sort of the, the feel of Luffy's presence is genuine, which is true. Luffy does not have a deceitful bone in his body. Yeah. <laughs> he can't lie to save his life. But yeah, so also we already knew, or we you kind of could tell Fujitora does not agree with, he seems to be almost in the same mindset as some of the, the revolutionaries that wanting to divorce the Marines from the world government or yeah. to, the, the world government's way of doing things is not the right way of doing things. Yeah. So that even there is another indicator of the entire world government is not a, a monolith. That makes sense. Like the Marines are even technically just a branch of the world government and the world government is not a monolith, which it's actually a thing that I forgot to bring up in the last episode when we were just kind of talking about the general series is that one of the big points of this whole series is the idea of the individual versus the group. So we have a lot of instances where we see the, the Marines in a very negative light, right? Yeah. But And we see the world government do some really fucked up things. But we also see a lot of instances where there are individuals who are members of it who are good people. Yeah, like Smoker is a good guy. Yeah. Like our introduction to him, the little girl runs into him with the ice cream cone and he gives her the money to buy it more. Like we see Smoker's actually not a fucking monster, which he was the first marine we really saw who wasn't a fucking monster. Zaxan Morgan who was promoted on false crowns, but that's its own thing. And then like fucking Nezumi, was it Colonel Nezumi, the fucking rat guy in Arlong Park? He's the one who got the bounty on Luffy's head mm, and mm-hmm. stole Nami's treasure and was working with Arlong. So there you have that. And then we finally see Smoker and we're like, fuck, he's just going to be another asshole. And he's he's not. He's actually a good dude who's trying to protect the, the regular people. Yeah. And Kobe is the same. Kobe is a good person. Garp is also another example of that, where he is a good man with a sense of morality who doesn't agree with how the government does a lot of things. Saul, Jaguar D. Saul. He fucking went traitor, I guess you could say, or, or uh, AWOL. It's really the, the better way to put it, but he quit the Marines because of what they did to O'Hara, or the scholars from O'Hara. So, there's just a lot of examples of the world government is not a monolith. Not everybody is on the same side, of the same mindset, on the same side, even within that organization. But yeah. even the pirates are the same. Because you have Luffy, who was this He's a good person. Like, he's not... He's he's a actually kind of a virtuous pirate, if you wanted to to put it that way. They, generally speaking, he leaves places in a better position than when he found them. Yeah. As opposed to other pirates that leave devastation in their wake. Yeah. But you could say they're both pirates. It's just a matter of viewpoint. So you have that. You have just the, the individual versus the group. You can say, in general, pirates are probably really fucked up. They're probably really evil. They cause terrible things, but it doesn't mean all of them do. Whitebeard is another example of an individual who generally left places in a better state than when he found them. He, he protected a lot of territories with his name. Fishman Island being one of the big ones that you could point to, that just his name was enough that people left it alone. Mm-hmm. So you just it's a, just kind of a thing that Oda tends to do where... He showcases the idea of, yes, the world government and the Marines are fucking terrible, but not all of them. And yes, 
Luffy and his gang or his crew are really good people. But you can see Blackbeard. He's a fucking asshole who does some terrible things. So we see the pirates aren't always good. And so, yeah, it's just it's that idea that none of the groups in One Piece are a monolith. They're not they're not all moving towards the same goal. And sometimes even with like the world government, where it seems where it is very much an authoritarian dictatorship. Not everybody is entirely following orders to a complete degree. I mean, Aokiji let them go because he has a moral compass and he owed Garp. So I, I just I can see a lot of individual points of you could say, oh, yeah, shit worked out for Luffy and all of them. But also it's people being people. People can make mistakes. Orders can be not followed. You, you, I, once again, you could say I'm reaching, but it's just more of I'm just trying to take this very, very 10,000 foot step back and just look at the whole of everything and see where just the comedy of errors occurred that has just let Luffy and them kind of skate by. Yeah. Which they didn't even always skate by either. But yeah, I, I just until we get more details, I've just been trying to take a very benefit of the doubt view of things. Yeah. And just looking at what we have to try to see where it could be justified. And if if it comes out and we get further context and it just doesn't work, then I'll be on the same side. I will be I'll call it out and agree that it wasn't very good point. Yeah. So, I just I don't know. I want to extend Oda the benefit of the doubt because he hasn't let me down yet. Yeah. I mean, so I like I was pretty pissed. Sure whatever and then i read that comment and i was like all right that kind of makes more sense like if they can get robin then if there's a bigger threat why wouldn't they get luffy or luffy's on the same yeah threat level as them yeah because um, she is yeah she would be just as dangerous i would think or yeah potentially considering she has the knowledge to yeah reveal the poneglyphs which yeah and then like the other the other thing that kind of irked me was, like, the big uh, art style change whenever he gets into there, or gets back onto the stage, uh-huh. or showroom floor, or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't... I think that was too big of a jump. <laughs> what, that he's so cartoony? Yeah. I, I think it was too big of a jump. I like it, actually. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I mean, you like that kind of stuff, but <laughs> I, I, think, I think the whole entire, like, the switch was just too big that was my only kind of i also eh, about it but i mean so this is rereading it it's seeming to flow better i mean Mm -hmm. i think it's also that there's kind of being that misconception about just what all he is able to do oh no i mean i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about like or even the it's t- turning into a fucking Looney Tunes. Sure. And Although, that, that's just that's just like where where the fuck did this even come from? Like what the fuck? I mean we've we've had little little hints and jokes about it in the past. Like everybody's. I mean you have hints and jokes, but it's coming yeah. down to a serious moment. So it's sure. The the whole entire point is that I'm trying to get across uh-huh. is it's not it, working for you. No, yes. no, nope. it's not that. It the whole entire point is that them getting to this like He's Nika. Mm-hmm. Here's some Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry type shit. Uh-huh. It's like someone coming up to me and like just fucking punching me. Ah. Okay. Like in the gut. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then 
oh yeah, just deal with it. So it's kind of it's kind of like that. I guess that's fair. I I don't know. I was kind of prepared for it. Yeah. I the reason that I say I was kind of prepared for it didn't feel like a gut punch to me is, I mean, how do you expect somebody named Joy Boy to fight? Is that's one of my my first points? Is just how how would you expect somebody named Joy Boy to fight? Are they going to be gritting their teeth in determination and and just I'm ready to beat you up? Or are they going to be laughing hilarious, like hysterically? No, it's not even like, the laughing thing. It's my but, whole my whole gripe with the whole entire thing mm-hmm. is the art style change, and then on how everything is becoming like 1920s cartoon. Sure, uh, I it's think... it it's just completely out of place. I, I could give a shit about on how Luffy's laughing all the time. Oh no! It's and just... how he's turning the ground into rubber. I think all that is tight as fuck. Mm-hmm. But the whole entire like art style change with Kaido, his eyes popping out of his head, and Luffy spinning them around in a circle and then slamming them side to side. Mm-hmm. I that that is just completely. I mean, like, there's a degree of that. It might just be the showcase idea. Although with the the most recent chapter, I haven't read it, but I've seen some stuff talked about from 1045 which seems like the 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 ridiculousness is continuing but yeah i think it was also as soon as the goro says that said that it was the most ridiculous power i was ready for anything because it's oda and i'm expecting ridiculous ship one piece so i just i've come to expect anything and everything out of oda with as soon as the word ridiculous is said or written by that man nothing is off the table because ridiculous shit happens yeah so maybe it's just different mindsets while reading that we have like i i I don't have a a way that i can i'm not going to try to argue that you're wrong because you're not wrong because it's your it's your opinion on it or your 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 subjective reading taste as you're reading it so it bugs you and i'm sorry that that happens um it didn't really bug me because i just when i go into one piece i'm generally just there for the good time, I guess you could say. Yeah. So, the, so like, like the when exciting shit happens, that's cool. I'm I'm down. When goofy shit happens, that's goofy. I'm down. Like I just kind of go into One Piece, just with you know like a small smile on my face. Usually, like okay, yeah. how's shit gonna go down? Yeah. And I almost wonder. I almost feel like that's what Oda is hoping for because I mean the entire point of any of it is to bring a smile. And that's that's what Joy Boy does. He's supposed to fight. So freely that it brings smiles to the faces of those around him. Yeah. So I'm not gonna the, lie, I was kind of cracking up as Luffy's just doing fucking Looney Tunes shit to to Kaido, because it's such a yeah that that does seem like how Joy Boy would fight to me. Like, really? Yeah. Huh. Just yeah, because the, you, you know you hear he fights with the most ridiculous way, and then right after that his fucking giant hand comes down to grab Kaido, and I was like, oh that's where this is going. Okay, and then he fucking Hulk smashes him like Loki, and I was like, man, that sounds that seems about right. Yeah, like it's kind of fucking ridiculous. And then he's laughing, and then fucking Kaido goes for the blast breath, and which one of the things I guess I can kind of comment on for the next chapter that I, I apparently Kaido does he hits him with a Ragnarok, and Luffy does it. I guess you get a lot of hints that Luffy is taking damage, and like this is still. A, a legitimate fight like it's not yeah. just luffy dunking on kaido now it's just more of that the tables are not entirely still in kaido's favor so i guess the stakes are still there yeah 
So, and that's I think that's another reason why I'm not too bothered by this Looney Tunes stuff. Because you know, it, at the end of the day, Kaido is still a huge threat. Yeah. Well, and the, so the only... The art, show, I guess, is probably the art style. It's is the art style. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't look... Reading it, you're it's, so used to a consistent art style. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end, so, so like the, the end of the chapter, well, though, when you get to see the full-on form, yeah, of him, okay, it's still in the same art style. Yeah, it's but, just that there's little points for sure where like his eyes pop out. But the big, like, but the big gripe oh, yeah. is reading it. You're so used to a consistent art style, then you get to the part where Luffy's hand breaks in, mm-hmm. grabs Kaido, and then his eyes pop out of his head. Yeah, it didn't, I, it tell me that panel does not look finished. I thought it was fine. I'm not gonna it lie. It did not look finished. I I would have to look back at it again to say for sure, but at the time I was just cracking up because well, kind of wasn't expecting a fucking giant hand, the, the person he thought he killed, to come down out of nowhere and fucking grab him. Like it's the biggest hand we've yet seen Luffy make too. Because Gear Third is not big enough to wrap around Kaido and grab him like that. Yeah. So I was just in that moment of like. Oh fuck! We get to see what Gear Fifth can do, and he's just freely able to change his shape, size. Yeah. So, I think it was because then the next point you see him, he's doing fucking Popeye shit, where he's like, his, you know, his body's all weirdly like muscular, as he's wrapped around the coils of Kaido and is like, yeah. Him. So I was already just of the mindset of like, okay, at this point, any way that Luffy wants to maneuver his body, he can. That's that seems like what his awakening kind of yeah. is. He is so that, so he can freely inflate almost like yeah, year third. He can he, he could, can kind of almost gi- gigantify to a degree. He can do whatever uh, he wants with his abilities. Yeah, and to a degree he can manipulate the area like the ground around yeah. him. So as soon as that became a thing, and he's just fucking Looney Tunes giggling, I was just like, okay, this is just gonna get really fucking weird. So I think that was the point where I just I just rolled with it. I've yeah. kind of learned with One Piece to roll with it. Well, yeah. So I mean that that's what you're supposed to do with this series, but so I'm, the, I'm not the, I'm, I'm not big, telling you you're wrong at all. Yeah, the so, big issue is I think it's a tonal it, thing to a degree. It, and it, so, it is a huge tonal thing, and I don't think it works that well in manga form. It does not work well. I'll disagree with you, it does but not work but well. I'll agree to disagree. It, yeah, it does not work well. It the, I, the art style is completely different. I stand by it. I think that it can. It, I think like that, whenever he's showing up as the fucking Popeye thing, mm-hmm. it looks like it honestly looks like a coffee stain. Huh. His face looks like a coffee stain. I didn't look at it super closely, so I'll have to look at it again. But yeah, maybe it, maybe you don't. Maybe no, you just read. Well, it's and not like just I just look at the. I, like, I generally take the whole panel in and read, and then like I, I don't necessarily like fucking glue my eyes to the screen neither, to look at the neither do i but, but like whenever seeing something like that then you have to pay attention i just because or that's whenever at least i pay attention and i think that's what caught a lot of people off guard is like this fucking whole art style tonal shift and we're getting this like weird wacky goofy shit and i for some reason it doesn't fit i think that it what it what what might to... have what might have softened people up to that is whenever Kaido started getting drunk. Uh-huh. Right. That was kind of Looney Tunesy yeah. to a degree. Whenever he started getting like loosey goosey and random and yeah, wacky and the shit. the part where he started crying and then his eyes started popping out of his head or whenever he yeah. was like, Whoa, your rubber's weird. Yeah. 
that's I think a part where like maybe so, they laid out the groundwork a little bit for so that. I think that the, the reason that my I had the mindset going into it, and maybe you didn't, is because of and this is for me. It actually, like I said, it goes back to the Gear Four Three deal because I I had a similar mindset to what you're you're kind of describing. Yeah, we're, we're we're kind of where, like on the opposite. Where side. I saw Gear Fourth and I was like, this is the stupidest thing I have ever seen. And I, I was thought, just like, I thought it was the tightest shit. And ever. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, what the fuck is this? What am I looking at? And then I saw it in action and I thought it was cool. And I was like, wait. And then I had that moment of, oh yeah, it's fucking One Piece. Of course, it's going to be kind of ridiculous and kind of cool. And so because of that, as soon as that sort of lesson really, truly stuck home, I guess I've just always kind of had, I, I, as soon as I hear see Gear 5th, I'm like, okay, this is going to be some really goofy shit. Yeah. It, and so I, I can see how that you can look at it and be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. And so it's it's kind of the same reaction I had to Gear 4th. But now that I've kind of like just accepted, I actually love Gear 4th. So I'm not even, I, there's no malice towards that reveal at all. I still look back at it and think it's still goofy as fuck, but it works. It's very much a Luffy power up. And I look at this and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of the next step. Yeah, if I'm if I'm looking at Luffy's power ups, this really is just kind of the, the amalgamation of everything. This is all, it all kind of coming together to, yeah, this makes sense. This is what Luffy's true fruit power probably should be. Yeah, at its peak, I guess. So, yeah, I I just as soon as Gear Fifth was said, I was like, okay, I'm ready for whatever. So. It's kind of a like well now now I'm more calm about it come to terms with it mm-hmm. it's oda he's gonna write on how he's gonna write true so you better just strap in and hang on for the ride yeah hang on and, for the and ride try and, to enjoy yeah, it. <laughs> it i mean it it's gonna be good either way i i think that with give like given time it'll yeah it'll even yeah you, out. you you definitely do have to give it time it's just like so. at that at that moment i was so fucking committed to this chapter that oh yeah on the ship i bought the fucking wi-fi mm. Or I bought Wi-Fi just so whenever this chapter release mm-hmm. in uh, the scans, mm-hmm. I could read it. And I, that, I that day, yeah, that day that it came out for scans, I fucking read it because I knew whenever I got home, then I, I probably wouldn't want to do anything. Which, Fair. But yeah, like I've come to terms with it. I'm fine with it. I, I guess I loved it. So that's just differing views on it, but. It's yeah. okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like salty at you for not yeah. liking it because no. we're both allowed to like or dislike different things. It's cool, and we can agree to disagree. and And it seems like you're fine with it. Yeah, at this I'm. Point, I'm, so. I'm fine with it. I was just like very like shocked and like, what the fuck, man? Like that makes no sense. I, I was. I was kind of. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. I was a little pissed off. Mm. Like it didn't make any fucking sense to me, but. You know, it, it's One Piece, so nothing makes any fucking sense. To a degree. To yeah. a degree, yeah. 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 There, so. There is, like, there is that overall, like, this is the fucking story. Yeah. This is how we're getting there, and this is how we got there. Yeah. But um, it's it's just in that sort of, sometimes there's just some wacky yeah. shit you gotta roll with. Yeah. Like, Luffy getting the fruit makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It's been set up since... Chapter story. one. Yeah, since since chapter, chapter one. one. Yeah. yeah. There's no fucking reason why a Yonko 
Shanks or a future Yonko because I don't think yeah. he was a Yonko just yeah. yet. But nevertheless, he was still why, why he, was, he, would... he was legendary for duels with Mihawk. Yeah. So it's not like he was a nobody. He yeah, was a, there's a there's no reason why ship. some pirate would go after a world government ship to steal a fruit. I mean, I could see why they would, just in general, potentially, but but also... Just because it's a Del Fruit, yeah, yeah, but... But also, it is Shanks, and he never does anything seemingly without reason, yeah. so... Especially with, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, it's he just, never does anything without reason, and so, everything has been pointing to... There was more Nika. going on. Yeah, yeah, there's... We've been setting up this oh, yeah. Legend of Nika for the longest time. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Luffy getting the Nika Fruit... And it being may, Joy Boy, it makes yeah, sense. It, may, it makes complete sense to me. And I'm happy that he's not a reincarnation. I'm actually very yes, happy yes, that that's I, not. I, I'm so glad that they're not that, doing the whole entire reincarnation shit, because it doesn't make any sense to do that yeah. with One Piece. Because every it's also, Oda, Oda set up, everybody's their own person. And also Oda set up the idea of he doesn't need to be reincarnated because he inherited the will. Yeah. that That's because inherited will is such a huge, huge thing. The idea of... Yeah, this person didn't complete what they were trying to do, but they had their goal, and this person has inherited that same spirit. Yeah, even if they're not related, it's not actually that same person's. So you know, it's he's inherited the spirit, but not the soul. If that makes sense, like Luffy has the same spirit as Roger. He has that same yearning desire for freedom, to be the freest person there is, but he doesn't have Roger's soul. Yeah, like yeah, the big difference of spirit and soul, I think, makes makes some sense there. So, um, yeah, Luffy inherited Roger's will, and Roger inherited Joy Boy's will. Or I'm sure there's been a chain of people who have inherited it, but it's just that idea of the yearning for freedom. And that's a thing that's present, I think, in everybody, but it's just some people have it more than others. So, yeah, I, I, I do love that that is a thing. Yeah. So and that that Oda definitely dodged the the Naruto trap of yeah he's reincarnation of Joy Boy isn't that fun now he's got all of Joy Boy's powers and it's like, uh, it's like yes he does have all he, of Joy Boy's powers but it's more of he's struggled and strived and, and, I, think, and I mean he had to die well, he had to die to unlock this too which, yeah I mean so did so did Naruto to some extent but true although but. I think I, it's been set, better set up in One it, Piece. It's better set up in One Piece. I also love it. And the, I think they said it the best that in the recent chapter, I think the world government says something along the lines of, it's different for every Joy Boy. Did they? I don't remember that. Yeah. But I also, I loved that Kaido is the person who has mentioned that death completes a person. Yeah. No, and, Kaido... And, that, and then you can actually look at Kaido trying to kill himself. Yeah. As potentially him trying to awaken his Joy Boy. Yeah. And then, like, all of Kaido's focus has been zone Devil Fruits. Yeah. So it only, And smiles. Well, like, holy okay, shit, you okay, think about okay, smiles, okay, right? Okay, like, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. So I was gonna I was gonna bring this up. I was going through the comments, uh -huh. right? And then someone came up with this theory. Uh, I can't say his fucking name, but he says, um, So we know the world government has been trying to get this fruit for 800 years and has failed to. According to them, Nika fights in whatever way he fancies, bringing smiles to the people. We also know that the artificial devil fruits can have the adverse effects on uh, forcing someone to be in a smiling state. So what if the world government is having Dr. Vegapunk try to create Nika artificially? So we're getting the smile fruits from them trying to recreate the Joy Boy fruit. Maybe, but I th I think there might be a little bit of a disconnect there. I, I, 
I can see where they're going with it, but I also because the smiles are Caesar, and that's Caesar reverse engineering Vegapunk's artificial devil fruit, which was the fish fish fruit, because that's the one that Momo ate. It was the 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 false fish fish dragon fruit, because theory generally is that if Momo's got a dragon devil fruit, then that means that it's because when they had captured Kaido, Vegapunk got some of his bloodline lineage, I think is what they're calling it, DNA. Yeah, sure. But no, it's it's DNA. That's what Vegapunk is doing with that. Yeah. So Caesar is kind of kind of a quack. He's he's a genius, but he's not he's definitely in the second fiddle to Vegapunk because he failed. He couldn't actually totally recreate what Vegapunk was able to do. Because Momo's is a, is a complete copy, as opposed to the Smiles, which are kind... They're janky as fuck, let's be honest. Yeah. Smile Devil Fruits are not anywhere near what a true Devil Fruit is. Yeah. So they're, they're knockoffs. But even the name Smile was decided on by Kaido and Orochi, I think? And maybe Doflamingo? But, or, yeah, I think it was Doflamingo who came up with the, the name. But, so yeah, I mean, it's Caesar reverse engineering Vegapunk's work, selling it to Doflamingo, who's selling it to Kaido. So the world government's involvement isn't too much there, but also Vegapunk seems to have the ability to copy or already use other devil fruit powers beyond just zones. Because, like, the pacifistas, he's built laser weapons that copy Kizaru's devil fruit. Yeah. We don't know how, because, once again, Vegapunk is one of the big mysteries of the series, but I think that there's some sign that maybe not the world government that's trying to recreate Nika's fruit, but I think Kaido is. I think that's why he was after the smiles so much. Because he knew, I, I have a feeling Kaido knew it was a zone devil fruit he needed. He just didn't know which zone devil fruit it was. Yeah. So he was just trying to fucking spitball it. Whatever we can find, because even you think about Yamato's devil fruit. He was like, it wasn't meant for you. And yeah. when she goes into her hybrid form, she gets the similar raiment to Luffy. Yeah. In in the Nika form, or, or Gear 5th. So it almost makes me wonder if Kaido was like, this one's close. I've almost got it. But he didn't quite have it. <laughs> yeah. He had it, but he didn't have it. And then maybe he was even, he had, you know, that, that, no, that tidbit of knowledge, that nugget that death completes the person that maybe he could awaken to be joy boy if he died so he's trying to die and suddenly his desire to die makes sense because the way we've seen him throughout all of wano he doesn't seem like somebody with a death wish really no he seems like somebody who wants to find somebody to fight to the death with for sure but he doesn't actually look like he wants to die he looks like he wants to be king of the pirates or joy boy really and he just has failed but it's it's a mindset thing yeah, that is one of the biggest reasons I think too. It's also a reason why Ace could never have been Joy Boy. Yeah, because he was too fighting too hard against his lineage. Yeah, Ace was too preoccupied with his father to seek that freedom. Whereas Luffy has none of that baggage. He's just he's just fucking Luffy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just it's fascinating to think about all of that the 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 zones that are involved with Kaido and how he's gathered so many zone fruit users to him. And suddenly it's not just, oh, he's the big guy who likes to bonk things, who has the animals and the dinosaurs. It's like, no, he's actually... No, he, he's... He was on, trying yeah. to create something or trying to yeah. become Joy Boy. And also, 
the thing that has been pointed out that all of the items that have been infused with double fruits we've seen have been zones. Yeah. So Funk Freed, the sword that ate the, the elephant elephant fruit. Uh, there was the the cannon that ate the dachshund double fruit that Mr. Four and Miss Merry Christmas had. It was the pitching machine one. Uh, I can't remember all what, what other ones we've seen, but yeah, pretty much all of the all of the items we've seen that have eaten devil fruits have eaten zones, which suddenly makes sense why they would be alive, because zone devil fruits have a will of their own. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's, it, it's neat. There's a that, lot of little things that with this that we've gotten this yeah. chapter have definitely put it's a it's a puzzle piece that has been put into place. Yeah. For a lot of things, I I will say that there's still some that it's kind of questionable, and I'll agree with you on that. So. We'll see where that goes, but there's other bits that the, this detail has definitely made make more sense. Yes. Uh, so, like, well, that that little theory that that person put, I mean, maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. Yeah, that like I could see the seed of it, but I, I tend to think that the world government doesn't it, really want to create another Joy Boy. No, but it makes sense that they would try to create it to have control. Yeah, Since but then if but they wouldn't someone, have control if, the other ones. If so. it's someone that could fight freely, then if they have other Joy Boy out there, then they have control of this Joy Boy. But do you really have control of that Joy Boy? I don't know that. They're stupid. <laughs> I, they I guess, can't even catch. I just I look at it as <laughs> as like if anybody was trying to recreate Joy Boy, it would be Kaido right yeah. now. Like that's the one that stands yeah, out to I, me. Like I, the smiles were I, Kaido I, desperately trying to I really like create how Joy Boy. Kaido has set up this whole entire arc. Kaido he has set up has become set up, such a much more interesting character. Yeah, as the arc because has gone. I think after this fight, we're gonna see Kaido's true intentions. Because he's playing the villain. He's hamming up to be like the big villain. Yes, and although he's egging. Well, I feel I feel like the more I'm looking at it, the more that I'm seeing like he's egging Luffy on. He's saying like, which actually feeds so there's a theory that i have heard that shanks may have told kaido about luffy when they clashed at before marine yeah and that's why kaido turned around so that's a total fucking that is pure speculation obviously until we find out that i i won't say oh yeah this is what happened but it is an interesting idea if shanks really is just setting the stage for luffy to be joy boy which yeah I could see it. I I mean I could and I could see it too because Kaido goes from like someone who just wanted to be free. He broke out of prison. Yeah, he got king out of prison. And he was like, uh, I want to well, be Joy Boy. I'm... Yeah, it it does seem though like Kaido is a failed Joy Boy, and that yeah, that's and why he's, he's like just fall... he's so broken. Yeah, he's fallen into this like suicidal depression, but he can't. And also maybe even just he's <laughs> he's tried to die so many times to try to be Joy Boy. <laughs> he can't die. Yeah. He's like, nobody can kill me, not even me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of depressing when you think about it, that he's just this dude who wants to die and can't die. But but uh, I mean, I I think I think that's where he's going to find his purpose. Like, whenever I, he finds out... I do wonder if he acknowledges Luffy as Joy Boy, what happens? Does he change sides? Does he... Just bow out. Does, I think. Does he die? I mean, no. Like, I don't. I don't think. He's I mean, gonna, Luffy doesn't kill his opponents because he just crushes their dreams. Yeah. But, I, I think uh, what just, Kaido's going to end up doing is just going to back Luffy. That's totally possible. I, I which think, would be interesting to see the Beast Pirates 
fighting on the side of the Straw Hats for the final war. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is... God, can you imagine having Kaido on your side? Kaido and how big the uh, the rest of the fleet, it's like... But at the same time, it's also just kind of a thing where... Can we forgive Kaido for some of the shit he's done in Wano? Could the Wano, the people of Wano forgive Kaido for the shit he's done? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think what... And even if they expel him, like, is that really justice that... I guess I'm just thinking, like, will that be a satisfying end? Kaido's, to... Kaido's playing... So, my whole thought is, Kaido's just hemming up to be the bad guy. Uh-huh. He's the big I mean, bad, he's, everybody, everybody he's done, I would say he's not even hamming it up at this point, because no, he's, he's done he's, enough to... He's done enough to... To be the big yeah. bad guy. So, everybody's, fuck Kaido, right? Yeah. But I think Kaido is doing all the shit on purpose just to bait out the Joy Boy. Very possibly. Very possible. He is trying or, to, or else to even, create Joy Boy. Even if, like, after the fight and he sees, like, oh, Luffy is Joy Boy. Well, since I can't be Joy Boy, I guess my fight's over. Mm. So I must repent for all I've done. I mean, we, we've seen a character come back from Redemption with the fucking guy from Skypea. The guy with the wings. But Kaido falls on. You're thinking of Arouge, but Arouge was never a villain to our characters. Wasn't he... No, Arouge is a, a supernova who was introduced in Shibaudi. We had never seen him before then. Because he's from uh, the same place NL was from. Oh. Yeah. No, I thought we saw him on Skypea. Nope. I thought he was the, the asshole monk nope. on Skypea. Nope, we've never met Arouge. Oh, He's from where NL was from, which NL destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Mad Monk Rouge was introduced in Shibati. Oh. Yeah. Alright, never mind then. But so, I yeah, mean, I like the the character I could say we've seen who's gotten the biggest, like the big bad who's gotten the closest to a redemption arc is Crocodile. Croc- yeah. During Impel Down slash Marineford, but Crocodile was always on his own side. So it wasn't really a redemption arc so much as just him deciding who he was going to help at the time. It's like, yeah, he saved Luffy's life a couple times in Impel Down and at Marineford, but it was also more because he was like, no, the Marines are winning. I don't want the Marines to win. I don't, it's kind of a, I don't really have any loyalty to either side, but I hate them a little more than I hate you. Yeah. So I'll help you out right now. Yeah. I'm in this fight anyway, so yeah. Like, Crocodile was never entirely 100% on Luffy's side. Although it is kind of a testament to Luffy's ability to get people to be more on his side than not. So, yeah, which is still that same thing that Mihawk pointed out. But Yeah, I, I mean... But nevertheless, I, like, yeah, it's, I, not, it's not a super redemption arc for no. Crocodile. It's more of just, yeah, he was fighting for the more convenient side there. Yeah, I'm, um, what... What I'm what I'm seeing is so I, I Kaido just, Kaido is I'm prepared for it to go yeah. whatever direction it does like I'm it's I'm, like, I'm I'm prepared for Kaido to try to redeem himself fair to try to rebuild Wano or yeah. else just completely bow out or yeah I I, I uh, it's one of those things where like I said I don't really like to theorize too much no. because I have no it idea could, what direction go, Oda's gonna go yeah. and that's that's actually a, a really big like point in Oda's favor that he can create a story that. I don't entirely, like, I have a general idea of where things are going to go, but there's so many details that are totally up in the air that they could go any direction, and generally I'm on board. Yeah, because 
normally, because I've never, I don't think there's any arc that has an unsatisfying ending. No, not really. Cause well, because like, like even like I was unsatisfied with uh, with the ending of uh, fucking Death Rosa. Really? Yeah. Why not? Because I was really confused on why they're on Zo. <laughs> why were you confused about why they were on Zo? Because it just happens out of nowhere. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, they talk about it. Time skip. No. I, I'm I'm talking legitimately. They talk about why they're going to go to Zoe. Yeah, and then it's like a whole entire... It, it's within flashbacks that you see on how they get there. No. Yeah. No, they, they, it's it's between Punk Hazard and Dressrosa they talk about. that They're going to stop in Dressrosa, potentially... Because the whole plan was they're going to deliver Caesar to Doflamingo as long as he bowed out of the Warlords. Yeah. But Law, as they're en route, mentions his crew is on Zoe. And he has a Viver card for Beppo. That's how they'll get to Zoe. They're, that's yeah. that's the well, whole. They're, yeah, that's like the whole thing. Yeah. that's how they're gonna get to Zoe. No, but so then they there's can, there's a weird little jump. I mean, they do like right after Dressrosa, they do just yeah, they leave. We're sailing out to. Uh, yeah, but they're to Zoe well, on Bartolomeo's ship, and that's when you get the bounty reveals too. Yeah, and then you get this weird like little jump where, it's like a few days, I guess, that they yeah. sailed. Okay, I, I, dude, I don't need to see them sail for three days. No, to... no, no. It's not even. <laughs> it's not even that. It's just like a weird jump, and then Sanji's fucking gone. Oh well, because so that's like the whole thing of like on Zo. It's the big mystery of where is Sanji? What happens? And yeah, it's kind of told to them as things go. But that already happened because the Straw Hats left, or th- those group, that group, Sanji's group, with Nami, Chopper, and Brooke, and Caesar, they left so that Doflamingo couldn't get his hands on. Caesar. Yeah. Like that that happened in like early or fairly early in Dressrosa that they left because it was a uh, Luffy they were on the call with Luffy and Luffy said, "Yeah, you guys go to you guys go ahead of us, we'll catch up." Yeah. So it's all that's all set up. Like that's all. No, but them going to Zoe was all set up I and know. then it's just I know. You're well, you're not listening. I'm listening, but I'm just not it, following. You're not. Yeah, but I'm not following you're, where you're your listening issue. to me, but you're not listening. I'm, I'm listening to you, but I'm not following your, what your issue is. Yeah. Okay. So my <laughs> my issue is they get to Zoe and then they're explaining shit like with flashbacks. Yeah. Don't like that. What the fuck? It's like it's like a big like whoa. Well, so what happened? To, but but to me it was like reading it. All right, they're gonna go to Zoe. All right, they get to Zoe. They're on Zoe. What the fuck's happening? It, it's like within like ten chapters. Yeah, Zoe is not a long arc. N- well, not that, but it's like within te- 10 chapters of them finishing it up on Dressrosa and then going to Zoe. So you actually don't have an issue with how Dressrosa ended? No. I'm, it's not exact. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, but my point there was that it's not the, the actual ending of the arc. There's no arc that has ended because unsatisfactorily. It's, it's the ending into the beginning of one. So it's like right in there uh-huh. because we go from the end of one and then all of a sudden we're right into another one and we mm-hmm. don't know how the fuck. So we have to back travel. Sure. We have to backtrack to the end of Desrosa. Right. To follow what happened. To follow them. what happened. Yeah. So in the, the reason so I can that, give you that, an explanation yeah. for that, which is well, yeah, I, Luffy and them have no idea what happened during the meantime. Yeah, I, I know that, but it's so. like... That's the only. That's the only ending where I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that all that huh. much. 
I guess I was kind of like, was, okay. That was my reintroduction into One Piece after taking uh, the year guess, or two break. I guess that's fair. I just... Because I w- it left me super fucking confused, and I was scouring the internet for those missing chapters. Ah, Until okay. I got on to... And then they told you, yeah, keep going, and then you'll get the further explanation for... Yeah. Um, I, I went on to some... For- or I went on to, like... It was, like, the subreddit. Mm-hmm. So I made a thread, and they're like, am I reading this right, or are we missing a fuck ton of chapters? Someone's like, no, uh, so I you can, gotta you gotta read to find out what happens, hmm. and then yeah, I can I think I can explain even why Oda did it because Dressrosa was was the biggest arc for until Wano. Wano has now surpassed yeah. it. Rereading and or rewatching in the case of watching the anime, which I don't advise watching the anime for that one. That they definitely bloated the fuck out of that arc, but Dressrosa is already an immense arc. Yeah, I don't know where you could fit those chapters with with the other straw hats on Zoe, and not fuck up the pacing of Dressrosa. Yeah, so I would say this is an instance of Oda turning that potential like, oh yeah, we need to find out what's going on with them into kind of a unique little mystery for the the micro arc that is Zoe because that was not a long arc. Yeah, that that's that that's so that I can, was another that so was I like, can see the, yeah. the 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 issue I guess I was reading week to week so I just was like okay next chapter I was like what the fuck happened to Sanji and then I can't wait to find out in the yeah, next chapter I, what the fuck happened to Sanji and then, I had no and idea. that's kind of the big point of like the first half of Zoe is you're just going what the fuck happened to Sanji so I don't know I once again I didn't have an issue but maybe it was I was reading in a different you would been on break for a while i was still reading through most of it so yeah. i caught into that and was just like okay i i knew i had not missed any chapters so yeah i was just like yeah no it's what the fuck happened to sanji and i <laughs> just remember in the community everybody was like okay but what the fuck happened to sanji and then we find out and everybody was like oh shit because that was the big reveal of vin smoke sanji yeah so i i think it was also because you got that huge reveal about sanji's family that immediately Everybody went from being like, okay, this is kind of a weird setup to being like, oh, oh shit, that's crazy. Vin Smoke, okay, Germa 66, like all of that crazy shit. So, yeah, I, 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 I can see the, once again, I can see your issue. I just, I guess I'm on the other side of that argument. And maybe it is because it, of how we approach the series. Yeah, it's, but it's a, it's another one of those. Uh, as well as personal taste, too, I would say. Yeah, it's another one of those things where, like, just shocking. Fair. It's a, it and, just kind of like and it, a step back. Like, yeah, the and then there's on? like there's a just a bunch of like there's no information at all. Like what mm-hmm. what the fuck happened? It's you're here to hear why did that happen? Yeah, I, I guess when I when I'm looking at it now, it's kind of like yeah, of course when our straw hats yeah. like Luffy, since he is our perspective character, we're generally following Luffy all the time. When he gets there, he has no idea what happened to Sanji, yeah. so he's he what he knows is what we know, and then as he's learning it, it's what we're learning. So yeah, so like I had a so that makes sense I, to me as a, a from yeah, a writing like, perspective. Like reading reading those chapters, I was kind of like dredging through it because I maybe I was a little sour about it. Fair, maybe. I, you maybe the taste in your mouth wasn't very good. Yeah, it it was just like just what the fuck is happening? Right. Like why why is this even? Why did we even do this? But I mean, getting past it, it's fine. Yeah, but, it's it's one yeah. of those things where there's times where definitely structurally or things yeah, that, that Oda will do where they're kind of like I mean yeah you're not gonna did I, did I gonna, like it you're not gonna like a hundred percent of anything yeah 
and but then you you get further in and you look back and you're like, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, like I, I'm sure I had some too. I mean, like Whole Cake Island actually is the point that stopped me for a while. Uh, the Seducing Woods in Whole Cake Island. Oh, that actually made me stop reading for like a year because I, I just was the the week to week was painful. And I just was... Yeah, because I, I stopped in uh, <clears throat> Dressrosa and... Like, Dress, like, Dressrosa is kind of rough, was was really rough week to week, too. Apparently on reread, it's actually, like, the pacing is solid. Uh, because you're just going through it all at one time. It, I mean, it was like... Yeah, two, it's okay. The arc took it's two... It's okay the, on reread, because the, whenever I was going back mm-hmm. to catch up, uh, I reread all, all of Dressrosa. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's okay. There are some parts where it feels like... A little slow. Yeah, like a dog mm-hmm. dragging its ass across the floor. <laughs> Good old Max. Yeah. So, I mean, there there is that little feeling, but... I mean, it, reading it, it paced week well, versus... and, then, and then it got to that, like, weird little jump, mm-hmm. and then it got into Whole Cake Island, and you got on... It feels I mean, like you were playing catch-up at that point. Like, a lot of the early parts of Whole Cake Island, like, when you're getting through Totland to begin with, like, the Chocolate Island and all that, yeah. it's kind of fucking fun, just because it's Oda getting to do weird shit, and we all know yeah. that Oda's general world-building is always fun. His islands are always unique and interesting. Yeah. It was just, as soon as we got into the Seducing Woods, that I started to be like, oh. Because some, like, a lot of the, oh, mirror shenanigans and shit like that wasn't when you're going week to week that shit is rough so you're like okay we're here for sanji and then suddenly oh yeah there's a mirror luffy and it copies everything he does and he he, he isn't this fun and i'm just sitting there like no fuck this what is going on with sanji because that was also when we were getting the reveals of sanji's backstory so i was just yeah i yeah the pacing was not great week to week reread it's not that bad but yeah. but that's the thing like when the the arc takes two years to complete and you're going you kinda, week by week. Yeah, you kind of get a little impatient. Yeah. Until you could read the. Yeah. Although the, I actually the chapter as a whole. Yeah. Although I found with Wano, I'm actually really patient. About yeah. Wano, Wano's Wano's fine. The but, the only part that I really had issue with was what one forty five or wait ten forty four. Yeah, that that's the only chapter that like. It is, all really comes, it, 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 it fucked it, with you. It, it all really just came down to the art style for <laughs> me. That's, that's it. That's fair. I'd say like I, I've I I've say, come to I've come to terms with the with the Nika thing, mm-hmm. but the art style was just like fucking jarring, and it, and I'm gonna get over that. That's, yeah, that's fair. But it was just like, uh, why? <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. So I have I guess one last thanks. I think we wanted to go fairly short with this one. Yeah. And we may still end up with our two hour point for yeah. this, but so this art kind of mirrors a thriller bark. Yes, it is. Which means we have another threat that's going to pop up at the end when Luffy is just done. Yeah. Zoro's awakening. Zoro is facing death right now. This is the time for Zoro to have another nothing happen moment. How fucking hype is that shit going to be? If, yeah, if think... it mirrors. If it mirrors, which or, is kind of what Oda loves to do. Or, but, hear me out. Uh-huh. Hear me out. Zoro is going to have another big... Or Zoro's that's gonna, just what I mean. Well, it's Zoro, just another big moment yeah. for Zoro. His his awakening, whatever threat pops up after Luffy is done, after everybody is just done. I, I feel like and... if anything happens, just like Thr- Thriller Bark, like Zoro's gonna have his awakening. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we see that. We see that off in the like corner of our eye. 
Yeah. That's right there. That's gonna yeah. fucking happen 100%. Zoro is, is he's kinda gonna, he's his gonna, death completes the man Yeah, moment. he's gonna... He's gonna rise up to be the moon. Potentially, although I've also heard mirror... Uh, not mirror, theories. It might be Blackbeard who is the moon. Because there's been a lot okay. of symbolism of Blackbeard with the yeah, moon, Yeah, I mean, too. he has a dark, so, dark fruit. Yeah, uh, but... And also, there's been theories that potentially... The yami yami no mi may actually be a mythical Zoan instead of being a Logia. Because well, <laughs> you think back on it, Ace, during his fight, he injured Teach, and he was like, if you're a Logia, that should have just passed through you. Yeah. So we've anytime there's a... Now, now, when, every time there's those little hints of, that's not the way that a fruit like that should work, everybody in the community is kind of sifting for those moments where they're like, Ooh, who else has something that's not what it seems? Yeah. And then also with Blackbeard saying, this fruit shows me. It seems yeah. possible. But, but yeah, oh yeah, just when I had that, that thought of like, oh shit. So we've had the hints that yeah, there's going to be something big that's going to happen. Even taking out Kaido isn't necessarily the end of it, which feels very, taking out Ors and Moria isn't the end of it. Luffy is on his literal last legs, right? Even though he is in Joy Boy mode and he's having the time of his life, we know he was literally running on fumes before yeah. now. So I don't think that much has changed regarding his his burst. Of, he's you know, he's got this last no, yeah. burst we're, of strength, but what, we know he's going to be down after this fight with Kaido. The only thing that I know about next chapter is we're getting hints that the drums of liberation mm-hmm. is Luffy's heartbeat. Yeah, so he's pretty much just doping again. Fair. And but, so he's going to be uh, yeah, down. After yeah, the fight yeah, with Kaido yeah. is done, he's going to be down. It's it's very much going to be I like think, against Ors and Moria. I think Zoro's going to so, have his moment, and then I think we're going to get one other thing. I think Sanji's going to have another I needed a light. Very possible. I think I think that is going to be the big wrap for the whole entire Onigashima. I, I, I could see Sanji having it, finally getting his moment too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess there's always the possibility that Sanji gets his own nothing happened moment, but I don't know. It seems like the, the setup is there for Zoro to have his. Yeah. Or, I, or to have his another. I, I, great I feel I feel of, like Zoro. Of saving is, Luffy yeah. again. I feel like Zoro's going to have like a big ass. I, I don't know on who it's going to be, though. I don't know who the fuck's even going to show up. Yeah. Maybe I mean, Big Mom. Seems like she's out of the fight, because we do still have the world government ships, although Zunisha is there, so there's always yeah. the possibility they just get fucking smushed by giant elephant trunk. Yeah. But there's just, there's possibilities. I have even heard speculation, the idea Blackbeard might show up at the end. Although, I actually think it's more likely that Blackbeard would invade Whole Cake Island while Big Mom's gone. That seems more of his speed of, oh, she's gone? <laughs> Zia. Let's invade yeah. and take her poneglyph, or at least get a, a, an etching of her road poneglyph. Yeah. So, but nevertheless, there are possibilities yeah. for another threat to appear, and Zoro to have his his grand awakening, and then then all of the effects of that miracle drug hit him, and <laughs> then he's out for the next arc, or he's really fucking hurt, which is very much a, a Shibodi flashback or callback. Since if you remember, he was very much not doing well after the nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And during the whole bit against Kuma, or the, the pacifista and Kizaru, which I mean, he didn't even get to do anything to Kizaru. I don't even think he could have done anything to Kizaru, but yeah, I, I just, 
I had that sort of realization of, oh, shit, we're nearing that point of, yeah, if this is mirroring Thriller Bark, though, like, this is Zoro's time to shine, then. And yeah. How fucking we're... cool is that going to be? Because we're not going to probably see what the fuck happened to Zoro until, I don't know. Potentially until the Kaido fight is done. Probably until like maybe we'll get a, maybe a little hints. Fall, oh, maybe yeah. fall for us. Yeah, that's so we got all true. this. Yeah. Oh, well, it depends. It depends on how many chapters the the Zoro or the the, the Luffy Kaido fight goes on. We also might still get a hint during uh, the, during that fight yeah. of what's going on with Zoro. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Because well, whatever happened with Zoro already happened. At the very least, he's out because the last time we saw him was, he was on Frankie. His- Pulling him up. Well, first time we saw him, he was laying on his stomach. Uh, well, no, the last time we saw him, he was on his back, and he was staring up at fucking death. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then he was like, stop, I can't move my body, what's going on? And then, and then the next time we saw him, Frankie was like, extendo arm, pulling him up. Yeah, and he was on and his stomach. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was, he was flipped over. Yeah, and he was facing so, down and passed something, out. Something so, already happened. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing, yeah. I just, he's, he's asleep. That's, yeah. I mean, at this point, his awakening is a literal awakening, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I have every... Maybe he's going to open up his eye. Maybe. Maybe he'll have a fucking Sharing gun. Maybe. Oh, boy. <laughs> Maybe he'll have, like, the eye like uh, Luffy has. Or Mihawk. Luffy and Mihawk have yeah, the same they, eye. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, I have heard some speculation about what that type of eye could mean, which is that it might be the the the, the spirit or the soul of the devil fruit is sort of shrouded over the same the persons that it's actually you have two things in unison so in the case of mihawk it's him and his sword and then like emu emu might be a god devil fruit themselves or whatever and then like zanisha is probably potentially another devil fruit or something else it's it's very much hard speculation so we'll find out eventually i'm sure but or it is just a sign of somebody who's achieved a certain enlightenment, you could say. Or... Yeah, I think, I think, I think the biggest thing that Zoro is going to come out of this arc, other than having Enma, mm-hmm. is uh, I really am going to place my coding. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really going to place my bets on he's going to upgrade one of his swords to a black sword, and it's going to be a uh, the fuck's it called? Shushweet? No. No. Are you thinking? Uh, Enma or no, um, the, the Kuina, one, or Kuina's sword. Kuina's sword. Uh fuck, why am I blinking? It starts with the S. Wadoichi Mumji is the name of that sword. Yeah. So I feel like he's gonna have a... It might be the Wadoichi Mumji that he upgrades to be a black blade first. I mean there's also just the whole thing of fucking getting the Nidai Kitetsu. What? So he has the Sandai Kitetsu, which is the cursed sword. Yeah. Uh, the Nidai Kitetsu is the next grade up. That's the one that Kitetsu the Blacksmith has. It's the one that Luffy was oh, carrying right. at the beginning of the arc. Yeah, right. That, yeah, that Zoro's like, let me see that. And Luffy's like, no, it's my sword. The sword, the sword is the soul of the samurai. Yeah. <laughs> Zoro. And, yeah. And Zoro has tried so many times to see that sword, and nobody will let him. So, I don't know. That's always a possibility, too, that I, he gets the Nidai yeah, Kitetsu. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that Zoro is gonna. He's gonna get some. I mean, he already got one upgrade with Enma, so I guess yeah. I, I feel I feel like he's gonna get. I wouldn't be surprised if he unlocks a black blade and. 
I feel like he he has I mean, to it, he it has could to get be all three. Who knows? Like we'll see. But... Yeah, I I feel like he's gonna get up there with Luffy. But yeah, he's he's the right hand. He, yeah, he's always been. If he's behind Luffy, it's only by degrees. Yeah. It's kind of how the series has always sort of portrayed it that Zoro and Luffy are never that far apart in strength. Yeah. So. And so. I feel like his awakening is gonna be pretty intense. Pretty big. And I think I, I still think Sanji has one too that he's going to awaken with. Yeah, I, 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 something along those lines. Dude, I fucking bet. I mean I, that either that or it's the raid suit gonna return if, with Frankie and Usopp making a new one. Gotta or, hope not. <laughs> but I, I mean that that thing was kind of cool ish. But I, mean, I, he, I I like him in his fucking tie. His suit. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does look fucking awesome in in his suit and tie. Better than having that scene kid hair. And like. Yeah, especially in the, the now, the now the current arc with the maroon suit, it's actually pretty fucking cool. I don't yeah. know, like going from the black to that sort of deep maroon, it just it suits him. Yeah, he looks fucking cool. Yeah, and it, so I, it makes that, him so yeah. so unique too amongst the Straw Hats. Like too. since like, since all of these characters are well, Luffy is a big jump. Yeah, Zoro is having a little trickle in yeah, it's a fairly big jump yeah, considering that I, he's getting conquerors hockey and then conquerors coding we we've had yeah then, <laughs> but we we've, we've had a we've had a hint that he's had conquerors or at the very least yeah that he's had late yeah. conquerors hockey for sure and then we're getting the we're getting the little hint that or we got the confirmation that sanji is becoming a monster oh yeah yeah he's got well, <laughs> the power of science has yeah. manifested and He's got the crazy fucking exoskeleton now. Yeah, so that which, that that butt is blooming. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of assuming that later on in this arc, Sanji's gonna have another. I I needed a light moment. Yeah, I mean it also. Sanji, and I think, I think Sanji's durability yeah. is just skyrocketing. So I I think which, he's good. He's gonna have that big ass moment, and then he's gonna be fine. Potentially, or at the very least, he's going to take a hit that previously would definitely have killed him. Yeah. I mean, it almost does seem like with Sanji's durability bump that he's uh, in position to do a nothing happened now. One thing I will point out, which I meant to bring this up earlier when we were initially talking about Luffy's uh, having the, the mythical zone. Is that not the biggest fucking buff to Zoro for the nothing happened moment? Mm-hmm. How ridiculous Zoro is yeah. in the regards to being just a damage sponge? Yeah. Because he took all of this damage that a zone that put a zone type on their ass, plus all of the damage he'd already taken, and he fucking lived. Yeah. God, how ridiculous is Zoro? Uh, Zoro. I mean, he's. he's... <laughs> I thought about that and was just fucking. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, good, good, good. I mean, we already kind of we've already known and always known Zoro was just a fucking tank. He's a goddamn monster, but. Just thinking about it, with the added point of Luffy, his Devil Fruit was very tanky in general anyway, but adding on now, he is a zone Devil Fruit user, which means he's even tankier than just even had he been just the Rubber Fruit. He's he's a Rubber Fruit that is a zone, so that's like multiple times more tanky. And this fucker without a Devil Fruit <laughs> is able to take all of that damage and not die. <laughs> Yeah, God damn, Zoro's a fucking monster. (laughs) Like Luffy, Luffy becoming Nika, it is going 
I think it's going to be maybe overshadowed by Zoro's Awakening. Maybe. To, to, to me, at to, least. To you, maybe. Yeah. To me, at least. I guess I'll, I'll put him on the same vein, but Zoro's will probably be cooler, whereas Luffy's well, is, is yeah. totally goofy. And, and I think they're just, they'll be very powerful in different ways, which is kind of the, the yeah. standard thing I, Luffy I, and Zoro are. What, what I think... This, the art style definitely won't bother you yeah, as what much. I, what, I, what I think Onigashima <laughs> is doing is bringing in that new renaissance of the Monster Trio is back. Oh yeah, for sure. They, they, they've definitely, the power creep has caught, or yeah. the, the, the new world has definitely shown that they were not, they, the, they were still the Monster Trio, but they were just kind of, every. there's a lot of people who are on the same level, and now we're getting that reestablishing no, the Monster Trio the monster trio for a reason as yeah. well as with like Jimbei joining yeah and things along those lines potentially if yamato joins which i hope she does because i love yamato she's great if they all you know them all joining would then kind of be like oh well it's yamato can use conqueror's coding doesn't that mean that she's stronger than zoro or sanji or which now we know that zoro's got it so that puts zoro back up into the where he should be but it was like oh maybe she's stronger than sanji which now i'm kind of like no yeah, um, I I think I think that Sanji is uh, firmly where he has always been. Yeah, which we already kind of, we always kind of knew that if Zoro is stronger than Sanji, it's like by one percent. Yeah, that's always been kind of the case. That if anything, it's it's a by degrees thing, and Luffy is maybe like it's like a two or three percent difference between them. Yeah, him and him and his next two. So. Yeah, we're definitely getting that reestablishing of the, the monster trio. I'll agree with you. Yeah, and I'm all for it. Cause I I, I am too. It cool. it makes me hype because Sanji is one of my favorite characters, and Zoro is one of mine. So yeah, I know. and like I've I've recently come to like catching up. I've grown to appreciate Zoro more. Mm-hmm. So I, Zoro has been one of my favorites since I first read the series, and it's just he is the. The first str- yeah. straw hat to join Luffy. Yeah, so. that, like he's, seeing seeing his growth. Yeah, he, he's just it, his relationship with Luffy is one of my favorites yeah. because it's it's kind of understated. We, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode. It's kind of understated, but it's it's solid. They're they're like brothers. Yeah, and I yeah, yeah I love it. Oh, there is one thing I want to bring up. Okay, do we know what Chopper's devil fruit is? It's just the the standard Hito Hito no Mi. He doesn't have like a special. It's just the human human fruit. Yeah. Are you sure? That's what he has said. Are you sure? And as far as we know, that that generally, other than Luffy, who's goofy, so he's already just a fucking... I mean, we can agree that Luffy being told, yeah, you ate the gumu gumu no me, and him just being like, okay, yeah, that's what it is, he would he would understand, but... Well, alright. So we get... He can become a ra- raccoon dog, a reindeer, uh-huh. a pirate, mistaken as pet. Uh-huh. Kid that loves cotton candy, uh-huh. a doctor, a monster, bodybuilder, uh-huh. kung fu master, athlete. Uh-huh. What's his devil fruit? What is it? Johnny Sins. Oh god. Hell yeah. Oh god. <laughs> no, that, that was one of the oh, uh, funny comments that I saw. But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he but, he does have the basic model. But, but I, I do have something to bring up while bringing up Chopper. So Chopper makes rumble balls. Yeah. What happens if Luffy eats one? Uh, Since he's a zone. I've heard that brought up before. Currently, what we know about the Rumble Ball is that 
that Chopper uses that to mess with the wavelength of his transformations. That's how he's able to get the other transformations. Who knows what that would do with Luffy's? He would probably have to make specific ones for Luffy. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's totally out of the realm of possibility because Black Maria but it, is it, the same it, way. Kinda, it kind of makes me wonder, like... I don't know if you remember that with Black Maria. Black Maria. She was the one that Robin fucking, like, super, like, fucking broke her back. Oh, the... The spider. The spider, yeah. Yeah, so obviously her weird centaur spider form is not natural. Yeah. And somebody asked Oda about it, and he said she's using drugs to alter the appearance because she hates what her hybrid form looks like. Because he then drew it for us, and it's horrifying. Because it is literally a human-spider hybrid. Like, you think about what that... Cause you, you, look, you think about the other hybrid forms we've seen. Hers would be that with a spider. So she'd be like a fucking spider-furry type creature. Oh, ew. Yeah, like that, that type of hybrid. And she hates it because it's fucking hideous. So that's why so she, she uses drugs similar to how Chopper does. Which, she's got Queen on hand, who's somebody who has that sort of know-how, who would be able to. So she uses that to make her form like that. Oh. Yeah. That's that's why Black Maria is a seeming exception to the, the general zone hybrid form. But yeah, she's just a chopper case. So yeah, that possibility exists that Luffy could end up with fucking rumble balls of his own. Although it doesn't no, seem like... No, I don't... I don't... I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think he's it. ever gonna unless get... it was a joke. Like I could see Oda potentially doing it as a joke if when Luffy eventually finds out he has his own, being like, "Oh, hey Chopper, can I try this?" And I, I think being like, "No, wait, no, no." I think do it. yeah. I, I think what would happen is he he's gonna find out that he has his own fruit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chopper has his own fruit. Oh, hey, he could turn into a big strong monster yeah. if he eats one of those. Yeah. So I can see the joke. I yeah, can see I, it done I could, for a I joke. I can see it happening where they're on the ship. And, yeah, and then Luffy just like fucking uh, bleh, he like, like oozes or turns he, into like a yeah. puddle or just all the wavelength is all fucked up so he's just like can't move and he's like for like 30 minutes because like, that's what Chopper's current the how long the rumble ball lasts because yeah. of Caesar's help with because he only needs it for monster point now. So which how interesting is that? that Chopper has managed to manipulate his devil fruit to the point that he can take multiple shapes, which, if that isn't even a, a bit of foreshadowing to Luffy, too. Yeah. When, well, he, when I actually think about it, that, well, that I Chopper mean, could fuck with his shape. We we know that this is Gear 5, right? Yeah. What the fuck is Gear 6 gonna be? I mean, he did say, Luffy did say that Gear 5th was his peak, so we'll see. Yeah, if, if there is a gear six, oh, I'm fine. I'm actually fine with there not being. I, I'm okay with gear fifth being what carries us through the rest of the series, just because it is seemingly the the amalgamation of everything. This is this seems like the final form of the. Yeah, like, and I, I could just I, see I would, it becoming a be, thing of. I'd be content with it being the final form. Also, but I mean, we don't we don't just have that five speed. We go six speed. <laughs> I, I do also want to point out with regards to Luffy being on the roof and radiating Conqueror's hockey through the yeah. floor. How fucking cool is that? But, that he's not even... Yeah. It's, it's not even like an intentional like thing. It's just he's... This form just fucking knocks out Kaido's people. And it's not knocking out any of Luffy's friends either. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, shit, even as the Kaido's people are getting knocked Which, out, they're like... Conqueror's hockey, oh which, shit. Which is even crazier too when you think about because these people have probably been getting hit with Conqueror's hockey the entire time. 
Yeah. The during Luffy and Kaido's clashes or Big Mom swinging hers around and yeah. like all of that. And these guys are probably the guys who have maintained composure and they're getting fucking mopped with that. Oh, yeah. Gear fifth apparently puts Luffy's Conqueror's hockey even higher up. But Oh yeah, I I mean I think that you're gonna hate next chapter from what I've heard about some of the spoilers about the cartoony shit that Luffy does. Well, I mean but, it's it's all gonna be in the art style, so I'm gonna be okay with it. So yeah, like some of the things I've heard is like he uses him as a jump rope. Okay. Yeah, yeah well <laughs> like, I mean I guess he goes into Kaido's mouth and just starts beating the shit out of him from the inside and is like inflating him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, I'm all for it because we've already entered the uh, point of cartoony bullshit. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. Ten forty four set me up for For whatever's to come. Whatever's to come. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, it's just getting that initial like that initial shock. Like, oh. Yeah. That's it's, fair. It's getting I, that out of the way. I guess I was all for it, so I'm just I'm along for the ride. Yeah. I, I, now 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 I'm ready for all the wacky bullshit that's gonna happen. And that's, then that's just kind of been my viewpoint, or I, I guess my viewpoint on the whole series for a while now has just been I'm along for the ride. Yeah. I, I think that I've gotten so much enjoyment and fun and heartbreak and just everything you could ask for out of a good story from this series for so long that not that I wanted to, but it could you know, take the, a downturn quality wise, which is go It's given me no signs that it is No, but that I'm just, I will follow it to the end. Yeah. And it, so I, I'm at this point, I'm along for the ride. If something is bad, I'll be like, Oh, that sucks. But I, I am inclined. Oda has earned my goodwill yeah. so much that I'm just like, okay, whatever's going to come, it's yeah. going to come. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, you know, hopefully I'll, I'll laugh the whole way through. And I, it seems like that's what Oda's goal is I mean, that bit of uh, the end of being sake, like our, our laugh, our, our funny traveling tale. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like ever wondering. I can never remember the, the lyrics. Uh, never ending, never ending, ever, ever wandering, wandering our funny, funny traveling, traveling tale. tale. Like, if that doesn't just encompass the series. Yeah. So. That's just kind of my mindset nowadays when I'm reading One Piece. It's just, it's our, it's our funny traveling tale. And then, of course, you have the moments like with the fucking smiles when that gets revealed, where I'm like, oh my heart. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Oda, Oda really doesn't miss. I don't think, or if he misses, it's not by much. Actually, I, I guess if I'm gonna air my one, I guess grievance really with Wano so far, it's just been the stuff with Kinemon not dying. <laughs> But that's that's just I mean, a, that's just an aspect of the series, really. Yeah, like, I, like, I like. I just was kind of like, <sighs> I guess. Like whatever. Uh, you see him get stabbed. Yeah. And then you see his like legs running around, and they're like, "Hey, Usopp's like, hey, get him on." And then he's like, "It's me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh hell yeah." And then you, the literal explanation is that it, it was, wasn't Law who put him back together. It was Sanji. Yeah. So apparently Sanji fucking sucks at putting people Law cuts apart back together. So yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bothered by that explanation at all. It, it was, was more convenient. of just. It's not even just that. It was that Kinemon had such a an emotional death moment there. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're and, we're all expecting the seven samurai. And now. Death. Like, even if it had just been him, even if Kiku had lived and, like, it just, that, what he was the one who died there, 
it felt so earned. It was it was sad, and you you felt that death, and yet now that's just it's a problem that I agree with a lot of people that fake out deaths suck. Yeah, because it's like trying to have your cake and eat it too. You're trying to get all of the emotion of the character dying, but then oh, they didn't die, and so yeah, I don't care for that very much, and it is very much a trope of the series. So I just. Kind of grin and bear it whenever it happens. Yeah. Every once in a while it happens where I'm like, I actually really hope this character didn't die. So it's fine. But yeah, it just sometimes, sometimes the characters who live, you're like, how, how the fuck did you live? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's one piece. Yep. And that's, that's what Oda wants to do. And so, Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, so, well, we've been going for two hours. Yeah, we've been going for two hours. Oh my god, we need to cut these down shorter. <laughs> uh, I mean, we had we had a lot to to discuss, and maybe I'll find stuff to cut down on. But... Uh, well, all right, I'm gonna call it here. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Manitou. Thank you, thank you. My name is Chris, and I'm Kurt. And until next time, goodbye.